Hello, everyone. Theron here with your April charity announcement. This month, across three New England states, including mine, 30,000 workers at our main grocery chain, Stop and Shop, are on strike to keep fair wages and benefits in their contract. This is a huge deal, but it's kind of hard to keep a podcast updated on a situation like this. So, this is how we're moving forward. First, we're putting a link to their petition in the show notes. Please sign it. Second, assuming they don't come to an agreement this weekend, I'm going to go down to the picket line in my town and bring them snacks. Third, if this stretches on, our donation for April will be going to whatever relief fund is set up to make sure the picketers can feed themselves and their families. If instead everything works out well and quickly, we will be donating this month to the Museum of Work and Culture in my city, Winsocket. It's a really cool museum that educates about the history of the labor movement in the Blackstone River Valley, which covers uh, most of the state and portions of Massachusetts as well, I believe. That's it for this month. On to the show. You, you're celestial. You don't have to eat it. I'm Livy, and I play Isabetta, the probably evil enchantress. Hello, I'm Sarah, and I play Kishori, the Asimar paladin of Utu. Hello, I am Theron, and I play Lydia Tamarovna Barsakov, the orcish warlock. And I'm Nikki, the current game master and your guide to fantasy Earth. Welcome back, everybody, to Roll Like a Girl, um, your dose of fantasy Earth history and yeah. stuff. Okay, um... Hell yeah! This week's... If you want to fail history class, this is the right place to come. <laughs> that is accurate. Um, okay, Sarah, go ahead and give us a recap of what happened last time. Okay, it was basically a shopping episode. Uh, we were pulling our resources together, trying to decide what we needed to have to go across the desert. Kishori was very distraught about the prospect of losing her armor, but thanks to Isabetta, and after some cryptic wording from Kishori, um, <laughs> we found um, some really cool stuff that will help Kishori keep her armor and be in the desert at the same time. Uh, our version of Q uh, gave us some really cool shit to help us also in the desert. And then we went to Timbuktu. Mm-hmm. And we finally met Pocky, an older gnome gentleman who has agreed to hire his camels out to us. Um, for the exchange of an adventure, I guess. Uh, so we basically spent the episode shopping around. That's that's what and getting ready for our travel to find the weird looking eye. All right, cool beans, accurate. Um, Thanks. You get rooms with a goat. Um, mm-hmm. They're like oh yeah, two two gold per person. What's his name again? I lost it already. Uh, Theralon uh, Bitters, the proprietor, actually gives each of you a little device that you can use to um, like an alarm clock basically to wake yourselves up when you want to get up in the morning. Um, He's like, I I can't verify what time it's going to be, but you should be able to set this for a particular time to you. And then it'll wake you up then when you want to get ready to go. Cool. Thank you. Before we rest. Oh no, I can't bring a camel into the inn it's barbaric 
I'll step Pinterest outside. <laughs> if you say that, oh. Farallon kind of looks, he's like, well, you could, but Allison might not be happy about it. And I don't want to piss off Allison. So I'll step outside. <laughs> I'll do fine seed and summon um, Faria and uh, make her a camel. Okay. With antlers. With antlers. With antlers because I was bitching. <laughs> That's great. Um, she uh, seems a little like with the camel head, she like tilted side to side, feeling out her giant elk antlers on it. I, I know, I know. And she's like, does she talk to you? Is that how it works, the spell? Mm-hmm. It's a telepathic bond. She's like, this is a little weird, boss, but I, I guess. <laughs> Thanks for putting up with it. And then, I'm not... and then she's like, what is this? I feel fat. What is going on? And she turns and looks <laughs> I don't back. I want to offend you, but you are fat. <laughs> and she's like, oh, what is this? And then like, she flips the tail and she's like, oh, what is this? And then she does the Campbell Smith thing. She's like, what is this? <laughs> and she's like, okay, fine, fine, fine. I'm You're sorry. what they call a camel. Um, we are obviously in a very hot environment, and this will be the best form for you to withstand it. And All right, I guess. You're going to hate it, but I have to put you in the sable until we can leave in the morning. Oh, okay, that's I'm sorry. fine, I guess. I guess that's sorry. okay. I love you. I love you too. I love you so You're much. You're the best. I'll miss you already. So much. I miss you too. I haven't even taken you to the stable yet. I really feel bad. I feel guilty. Uh, She'll let you, obviously, she'll let you stable her up um, for the night. Yeah. Uh, And she sort of morosely starts eating the feed and, like, giving you that sad camel stare. You're celestial. You don't have to eat it. (laughs) It's not stopping her. Yeah, that one. That one's on you. All right, <laughs> and then I'm gonna go back to uh, the goat and get and go set my alarm and go to bed. All right, cool beans. Um, any other hijinks anyone wants to do before we move on? I always leave room for hijinks. So, Libby, <laughs> are you plotting anything I should know about? <laughs> um, can, can I? Like how you went to Libby first. <laughs> Can I research if the area I'm going to can help me with my um my end goal? Mm. Um, you want to ask around or you want to like, <clears throat> how do you want to go about that? I mean, I feel like asking around for something like that is kind of um bad. <laughs> sure, that's fair. There is a, um, as Liv and I have a whole cryptic conversation that doesn't say anything. Uh, there is a mage <laughs> school here. That if you want to go see if you they can you can access their library, you can try that. Ooh, yeah. Okay. No problem. Um, I just need you to start with a persuasion roll. Oh, no. Oh, 18. Nice. Okay, good. They let you in. It's amazing. Um, then make an investigation check while you're in here. 25. Oh. Wow. Okay. Um you do find some cryptic remarks about the most ancient um, civilization that existed Mm -hmm. uh, in this area before the founding of the stewardship um, that was a uh, race of remarkably long-lived humans. Mm-hmm. But the specifics of how that came to be 
and what happened to them um, are lost to history. So, oh, shucks. You know that there was at one point something here of people who lived, a people who lived at least as long as elves, but the writer of this book doesn't know how that came to be. Do I know if the whereabouts are near the area of abouts where we're going? <laughs> you think there could be something in that um, direction? The only problem you foresee is that when the Sun State colonists came from their homeland, they went through <sighs> and terraformed through magic the whole um, hundreds of miles in from the coast. Which is what the, they did. Why wouldn't they do that? Which is what the war is about. The stewardship's like, that's bad. And the colonists are like, we don't give a shit what you think. So you're not sure if you'll be able to find anything, but that is, um, there's a potential that there's ruins of something in that area. Then I am going to keep an active eye out for said ruins. Sounds and good. Can I check out books from this library that probably aren't going to come back to this library? Um, check out, no. Do you want to thieve some books from this library? Oh, Um, could I just take notes on the important parts? <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. You can do that. No problem. Not everything needs to be a heist. <laughs> <laughs> do we know that Isabetta is looking into immortality? Like, do we know what your research you is about? You don't know that. Okay, because if you did, I would tell you all about my immortal... Uh, Grand Prince of my country. I know about that guy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> all right. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about we it. Know all about him. We uh, we had a discussion about him cool yeah. one time before. Um, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. He's a, ugly. That's it. <laughs> I see. Yeah, I, I've I've been there. <laughs> um, <laughs> the conversation actually went. Have you seen Isabella's eyebrows? She wouldn't give that up for immortality. Heck no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right. Cool beans. Um, does Lydia have any hijinks that she wants to get into? No. She has, like, this brief moment where she's thinking of just staying up until two, like, drinking and trying to make friends at the goat. But then she's like, no, I'm too old for that. And she goes mm. to bed early. <laughs> Said every person were 30 ever. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I could, but no. Um, okay. Cool. Then um, your little gizmos, you're not sure if they're clockwork or if they're magic. They they do a very shrill ringing at two when you guys um, set them to wake you up. Gross. And um, it's cooler here at night, but it's still not what you would consider to be comfortable um, especially from your far northern climb that you're used to. Um, I think the other one who's not super distraught by the heat is now um, Kishori. One, because the necklace, but also even where her homeland is not this right, hot. she's from India, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's not this hot, but it's still quite warm. Um, okay, you... Meet up at the, you go find Pocky, the same place you left him before, and at some point since you saw him last, he's dismantled the fence that was keeping his camels in, and he's got them all chained, uh, not chained, um, tethered to like in a line, and uh, three of them have saddles on them, 
And he's like, okay, okay, let's go, let's go. Uh, it's time, to, let's get started. And he very quickly starts taking things from you guys and deftly packing up um, the final two camels with stuff so that um, with all of your food and water and um, camping supplies and all of that, he takes care of all of that for you. And then um, he looks at um, Faria and says, um, I think your steed might have a, a growth problem there in her head. Those, those aren't natural. Have you had that looked at by professional? <clears throat> She's natural enough. I see. Ah, cute. And then he looks, he looks at your steed and tries to do the same thing where he grabs the halter and brings her face down. <clears throat> Does she let him do that? I think she would um, like be freaking out, like, "Who the fuck is this guy touching me?" And he, um, but I'll tell her that she—it's fine. He's curious. He doesn't mean you any harm. And he looks into—he looks into Faria's eyes. And he's like, "Oh, you're not a camel." <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, she's not. And then he—he he, like lightly pats her on the side of the face and says, "I'm very sorry, madam. Um, forgive my rudeness. I—I I apologize. Go about your business. I won't." tie you up or anything my goodness and then he goes to um <laughs> to lydia first he's like my lady can i help you up onto the camel oh uh, i i think i can i can handle it myself but thank you oh very good very good and then he goes to, to isabella's like and you do you need help with your camel isabella's already trying to clamber up onto the camel by herself <laughs> <laughs> and he sees this and he stops and he, he like he leans back with a thoughtful like finger to his chin he's like hmm Interesting form. I see. Because <laughs> is going to walk over, not say anything to Isabetta, but she'll take a knee and hold a hand, uh, like she'll clasp her hands together and just hold it down by her knee. And she'll say, come on. So kind. Isabetta's going to pause for a second and then she's going to huff and accept the help. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll just help hoist her they, up into the camel. Sure. And the camels and do um, <laughs> kneel down when you're getting on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. it's still pretty tall. And then the whole experience of them standing up um, while you're on their saddle is sort of this like weird uh, kind of dizzying feeling as until you get their strange center of gravity. And he, he's like, okay, you, you, and you, and you're fine. And then he goes to the third camel he had that had a, a saddle on it. And he makes some adjustments, and it goes from being a saddle to just looks like a saddlebags again. So there's one camel that doesn't have anything on it, and this one he just like climbs up its side um, and settles in behind its neck. He's like, "Okay, let's go, kids!" and um, starts to head off. Um, and all of the other camels sort of pull out behind him in this uh, train. Great. Everybody just roll me a die six. Five. Three. Three. Because actually doesn't need to do that because she's a, you, you don't have a um, loner camel. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, okay. Isabetta, you actually have a very um, <clears throat> placid creature. Is walking just chill and it's not trying to um, fight you or anything. It's just sort of swaying along um and uh 
I keep forgetting Lydia's name. Like, it's just a complete blank in my head every time I go to look for it. Lydia, <laughs> um, your camel actually is right behind Pocky's. And it keeps mm-hmm. trying to turn around and, uh, like, turn its head back and um, eat your shoe. <laughs> and um, every once in a while, Pocky turns back and is like, no, stop that. You're not supposed to do that. Stop Can it. I- can I cast suggestion on it and be like, I suggest you behave yourself? Yes, yes, you can. I'm not even going to do a save because they're stupid. So, no problem. Um, and it, it settles down and uh, is a little bit sulky after that, but it doesn't try to eat your, your clothes anymore. Well, that's good. I spent a lot on these. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm gonna remember how he talked to the camels, and I'm gonna just gonna kind of lean around and go, "Hello," <laughs> to my camel. <laughs> and how are you? <laughs> one and camel eyes—they uh, have like eyelashes, like big. Um, they're huge, mm-hmm. and they've got these big, long eyelashes. And it sort of looks back at you and blinks slowly, and sort of nods its head a little bit. That's good. I'm gonna pat its head a little. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it just sort of, like, turns back away from you and keeps walking. Uh, cool. This would be a fun camel ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, camels. They're smart and stinky. They're not really dumb. They're pretty smart. Um, okay. For the most part, we are going to Red Line of Destiny this trip because uh, mm-hmm. a month of random encounters would be horrible. Um. For the first couple days, actually, you fall in with another caravan that goes, um, as you guys head, just straight north out of the city. And they, um, it's actually, their train is about um, 50 camels in two lines of, and there's only two handlers with them. Um and you find out that they're headed up to the salt mines, which is the, the majority of what the travel back and forth is, um, to get more product. And so all of their camels are empty. Uh, and it's led by uh, just a pair of uh, kind of scruffy-looking humans. They, they don't, they're not, it's a man and a woman. They, uh, they're friendly, but not super interesting. Their whole life is um, camels. And the same trade route. It's like, um, they love their animals. They've got names for all of them, but they, they don't have much of a personality themselves. They're just. Bless them. Yeah. (laughs) They're like horse kids, but for camels. Yeah, kind of. Well, it's their job. (laughs) Um, you're not sure if they own the camels or if they're just hired on to make this trek back and forth. But they veer off after about the third day. And they had the same, very similar schedule to what Pocky set up for you guys, where you travel for part of the night and into the morning until it gets too hot, set up your tents, sleep through the hottest part of the day, and then pack up in the afternoon and keep going again into the night. So you basically are on a two rests and two travel cycles um, every day. Okay, um, then I want someone to roll me a die 12. 
Ooh, me, 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 me. Okay. <laughs> Four. Okay. The um, next several days after that, it kind of starts to bleed together very quickly because it's the landscape's real boring. Um, it's hot. You spend a lot of time traveling in the darkness. Um, not a whole lot of interesting things happen. Um, you are, of course, welcome to snark at each other as much as you want to. But um, I don't think we've had new fodder yet for snarking. Um, Lydia has been spending time trying to figure out if there's any pranks that she can do with Sovereign Glue, but hasn't thought of any good ones yet. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Um, Pocky will tell you all kinds of stories about all the places he's been. And you gathered he's about 600 years old. And oh, you think that he might be a druid but he might also be a rogue or maybe a bard it's really um he's got so many stories about so many different things that he's done that it really seems impossible um but he does also look like a walnut so it's he's likely to be very very old um and his when he's actually finally ready to travel he takes his giant afro of puffball hair and binds it up in a in a turban and he's got it um, face covered up for the most part to keep out of the sun. Not that you think he needs it because he's not going to get a tan, but uh-huh. um, he has a lot of stories about he, he says he's been uh, all over Africa and he's been to several places in Europe and he's been all the way out to see the horse lords in the east um, but he the, the horse lords? Yeah. Have you not heard about the horse lords? I feel like I haven't, or maybe we have talked about it and I just forgot what are horse lords. Well, the other little people that aren't gnomes, the um, they look like little humans. They breed and ride horses and um, they have this war, war. They make war on themselves and each other and their neighbors all the time. But they're excellent horsemen and they <clears throat> um, are very good. They bow and arrows and sometimes I've seen them actually use eagles bigger than they are to hunt with it's wild huh. interesting but that's far far to the east he's about to make some mental note avoid horse lords <laughs> <laughs> and it's about it's four days after the um, initial the other caravan pulled off so you think it's been about a week since you left the city uh, you come upon an oasis, um, which Pocky pulls out his maps and he's like, "This is new." And he he start he like takes out a, a pencil and makes a note on his papers. He's like, "Well, this wasn't here before," and it's a, a lovely um, pool of water. There's some trees here. Um, actually, let's see where is this at. I've got a got a map. It's been well over a week since we've all bathed, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's what's going to happen. <laughs> okay. I mean, you do a little bit of, like, like daily cleanup, um, but it, you haven't actually had any kind of bath at all. I have prestidigitation, but that gets annoying after a while as far as I think of it. <laughs> okay. Um, I just the like, thought of like going over clean, a week without... that sort of... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. So I feel like prestidigitation is basically like if you were to clean your whole body with like antibacterial hand soap. 
like not yeah. pleasant. No, it absolutely is. It's it's. Oof. You know just, what I? Oh, good. Just the thought of being without bathing for over a week in this hot climate, I'm like physically cringing. Yeah, it's pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> like um, now that I'm thinking yeah. about. It. <laughs> but continue. Okay. Uh, yeah, so there's a, a, a nice pool of water here. Trees, which seem unusual, but there it's, there's water here for it and some some greenery. Um, he said he's never seen this before? Yeah, he's like, this is new. This is, this is, it happens sometimes, but I haven't, huh. Suspicious. None of my business. I'm taking a bath. <laughs> Maybe after we drink from it. Yeah, sure. Or you can draw yourself a bath kind of behind the rock pile over here. Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just a thought. <clears throat> sure. Um, and there part of the, there's a part of it that is uh, deeper there, but if you want to, um, whatever you guys want to do. If you guys want to take a bath, you want to get water to, to drink with, um, the camels are going to drink out of it as well. So um, does anybody else want to take a bath or is it just... Uh, um, <clears throat> I think Kishori will um, freshen up a little bit. Okay. Um, but she'll do that after the camels have been tended to. Okay. Um, I think that Lydia is suspicious, uh, but if nothing bad happens after we're here for, you know, like half an hour or whatever, she'll probably bathe as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Kishori, do you want to help Pocky take care of the camels? Yes. You could roll me animal handling. That's okay. Uh-huh. You're fine. Oh, um, I'm great. Pocky watches you for a minute. He's like, and then he stops you, and he's like, "Why don't you go take a bath as well? Um, you're you're just you're all of that's getting in my way." Okay. That is, if he tells me that, then I will um, <clears throat> uh, mutter a "I'm sorry," <laughs> and uh, he pats your arm a little bit. It's like, "No, it's fine. It's fine. Just go." After I bathe, can I try helping with the camel? <laughs> yeah. 18. <laughs> now you're just doing that to spite me, Livy. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely She is. loves the camels. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> the bath. The bath. Oh. Yeah, we put it somewhere discreet. Apparently we're carrying a claw tub around with us. I- yeah. <laughs> Guess so. Um, okay. Uh you just broke me. Sorry, I'm thinking about how to transport a tub. You can have, um, <laughs> as part of your camping supplies, purchased like a half tub or a, something that's collapsible. Because um, you can't have a whole bathtub. It's like a half a barrel or a something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Um, Technically, if we have that endless canteen, we could be having baths every night. Yeah, it takes a lot to uh, <laughs> set up, though. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so you guys are pulling water out of the oasis and filling up your bath and taking baths rather than going into it. Oh, no. I was going to, to jump right into the sure. water. No problem. Um, is Isabetta being extra and filling up the bath separately? <laughs> no, I'll go in the water. I just went behind the rocks because Kishori said to. <laughs> 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 I 
I just figured you would like a little little discreetness is all. You can go wherever you want. I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> I am going to watch and make sure that like they can take their baths peacefully. Like no, They're not disturbing any creature. Okay. Um, and once they're done, and then I'll, once I'm satisfied that, and assured that there's nothing in there, um, then I will take a bath. Okay. Um, go ahead. Just make a perception check. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Perception. <laughs> I'm so good at this. 13. Okay. Um, you do see that there are a couple, um, birds that are disturbed. Uh, they look like, um, water birds of some kind. When um, Lydia and Isbeth get in the water, that the, the uh-huh. that flap off, but they don't go very far. They sort of um, scatter up from the foliage and then land a little ways away, and eventually, like doing the animal thing, sort of hop back and and go back to where they were. Once they realize you're not going to try to eat them, once once Pocky's got the um, camels um, unburdened, uh, he looks around and he's like, "Oh, there's these are date palms." That'll be tasty, and he goes to start climbing up one of them to to see if there he can get any fruit down. Okay, do you wait until they're done bathing before you get in, Kishori? Just I'm just logistics, yep. no problem. You all have a pleasant bath. It feels nice to not be gritty um, or mm. hand sanitizered um, for the first time <laughs> in a week. The water's cool. It's um, shady in places. It feels great. Uh, all of that. Um, after you're done, you guys can set up your tents, and um, it, this is probably going to be your. Um, it's mid morning when you guys come across this. You're stopping a little early, but this is there's no point not to there's to not take advantage of it is what Pocky tells you. Uh-huh. And he gets a whole big bowl of these fresh dates he's pulled off the trees that he adds to whatever hard bread and dried meats and stuff you already have. Um, and then he also goes to, like, do a little cannonball into the water. Um, <laughs> and then, but he's only there for a second. He just scrubs off and he comes up, gets dressed again and comes back to eat with you guys. He's like, okay, this, we can't stay here for much longer. Well, we can, we can take our nap here, but it's too bad. It's nice. We could stay here for a while, but I'll, I'll make notes so that the caravans know this is here. And he continues to doodle in his papers. Do we have, um, watches set? That's up to you guys. There's very little in the way of creatures out here in the high desert. Do you guys want to have watches? Yeah, I I, I would feel better if we did. <laughs> Basically, I would... Uh, Lydia, after we've been traveling this long and nothing has happened, she'd be like, yeah, we don't need it. But she's not going to leave Kishori alone doing watches, <laughs> so I, she'll take one too. Okay. And um, Faria can take one. Sure. Ah, uh, magical sidekicks. Um, I love them. And um, so what I'm going to say then is that when you guys are resting during the day, um, both, uh, oh, God, I'm just brain fart. I'm just like, I'm, <laughs> so many things firing at once in my head. And I'm like, and none of them come out. Okay, great. Um, so your daytime uh, watches are going to be Lydia, Kishori, and then uh, Faria, and then um, at night when you guys stop for a shorter period of time, uh, mm. that's going to be Isabetta is forced into a watch, and then um, <laughs> Pocky will take the last one. Okay, cool. 
you're not sure if the camels are taking watch or not, but, you know, hard to say. Right. All right. Then I, when you guys all go to sleep, I need everyone to roll a saving throw that I didn't write down. Let me go get my book. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, yay. Oh, no. What's my charisma modifier? I hope it's intelligent. You guys can add a plus three to that modifier. Great. Especially if it's intelligence. That's great. That's very good. Because mine would be the worst. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Okay, it's a wisdom saving throw. Cool. Cool. I'm good at those out of three, everybody. Oof. Uh, 24. Well, Jesus Christ, I'm well turds. (laughs) Um, 14. Okay. In a reversal of how I thought this was going to go. Yeah. (laughs) Um... All three of you have a dream. Ooh. And a, um, in it, you're there at the oasis and a, um, a form of a woman comes up out of the water of the oasis and, um, but she's made of water and she says, you must go defeat the creature that has taken over my old home. There's treasures behind for the taking, but you must do it. It's, it's to the north, um, and then it splashes away into the water and is gone. Uh, is it the north where we're headed anyways? You kind of, you're at this point, you're sort of veering towards the west a little bit more. And both um, Kishori and Lydia wake up, and I need you guys to make another saving throw, which I think is also wisdom. Oh, 27. That was a good one. <laughs> Eight. Oh, no, add uh, three. 11. Okay. I don't understand why I rolled so bad because I have a very good modifier. You do <laughs> have a great modifier. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, okay, because made it. Um, Lydia, you are now gayest to go find this creature and kill it all right and the after the lady disappears all three of you have like another series of like like flashes of images come to you Mm -hmm. and it's um you get the impression that the it was some sort of i have this little thing i wrote that now goes against what i just said but it's um (laughs) once the water dreamed in the shadow of a great beast then, after an age, an echo of the beast arrived and chased the water away. A thousand thousand treasures were left behind, forgotten, sparkling. Only the memory of a monster to protect them. So, um, only Lydia, I thought it was going to be Isabetta, is compulsed <laughs> to go find and destroy this creature. Uh, Sounds fake. <laughs> <laughs> and I have, I have like an understanding of like, oh, shoot, I got gayest, or is it, like, I just really want to? You just really (laughs) want to. Okay. Um, All three of you had the same dream. Um, Kishori was the only one who felt like it was some sort of powerful dream. You still have the the feeling, you you remember it, you know it was real. Isabella's like, man, I had a weird dream last night, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then... uh, Lydia 
really wants to go find this dragon. And it, it, I said dragon. And you got the impression <laughs> of dragon um, from what you saw of the monster and steal its treasure. I'm going to kick the water and say hello. <laughs> so what do you want to do with that information, Lydia? Uh, I mean, let me see. I, when, when we wake up, I go to them and I'm like, I had this dream about a woman made of water. Didn't we all? (laughs) Oh, did you have it too? Well, that I I really did too have it. uh, It was pretty vivid. It makes me, I think that it was very important, um, because I know a, a watery woman, uh, and she wanted me to go, or she wanted us to all to go, and defeat a beast of some sort. I got the impression of a dragon for some reason. I'm not sure why. Uh, <laughs> and there will be treasure, which, I mean, that seems to make it worthwhile. I think that we need to go. Did this dream affect our friend? You actually look over and see that uh, Pocky has already broken camp and packed up the camels, and he's he's sort of like jumping up and down on his feet, tapping his toes. Like, oh, we got to go get some treasure, guys. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> what is... What? So he but felt we... his wisdom saving throw. <laughs> yeah, he oh, yeah, super he did. totally did. <laughs> That's not a surprise, really. It would be funny if it was just him. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been even better than what I had planned. Yeah. Uh, Lydia, I mean, I, I would like to help this creature as well but we have to go we have a mission we have to go see what the eye is what's going on with the eye come on a quick a quick detour is not going to make a big difference we're traveling for such a long time as it is go a little bit to the north just a little bit out of our way poke a dragon get some great treasure and help a woman it sounds like Mm -hmm. (laughs) rmo i'm gonna backtrack for a second poke a dragon or you know some sort of beast i'm not sure Hmm. I'm going to do a divine sense for a second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm going to see if I can detect any celestials or evil um, things happening here. Uh, celestial fiends or undead. Can I see if there's any of those within our area at this time? Sure. You um, reach out. Uh your senses into the area. It's like 60 feet around you, right? Or is it bigger than that? Uh, um, 60 feet. Okay. That covers the majority of the area. Um, you don't... The, the only celestial nearby is Varia. Um, there's no one dead. <laughs> oh, well. Lydia always feels... You get a weird a weird vibe from Lydia. Yeah, you, you get a... Um, aftertaste of undead from Lydia, but you know she's not undead. <laughs> Uh, she's like a LaCroix of undead. Um, yeah, that's good. Yes. And, uh, but that's it. Anything else is, um, there's no fiends. There's no other celestials. It's all, um, quiet. Hmm. Um, I don't know what it is that is causing them. I mean, I can assume it's the dream and whatever has reached out to us. I feel like we have to do it. I mean, I'm not going to be able to convince him otherwise. I'll uh, look to Isabetta. Isabetta's trying to talk to the water. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> she is. She's she's like. Can you give us a confirmation, please? Well, she said, please. Oh, geez. Okay, I guess we have really no choice. If you guys are so dead set on it, and oh, I don't care. Deter us that much, then I guess we can go. I mean, there is a choice, this, but I feel this like this is a good story. <laughs> you could cast remove curse or something on us, but I don't. I mean, do I have a reason to believe that it's a curse? No, I haven't done any really like arcane checks on this one. No, you don't. You don't particularly think um, it seems weird to you, but it doesn't necessarily specifically seem magic to you. I mean, the dream seemed weird. You're pretty sure the dream was magic, but you don't beyond that you're not really sure what to make of it all yeah okay uh, i don't know what to make of this um i mean it is a little bit north uh yeah yeah let's let's go all right um pocky who's who's now like he's he's got the candles ready to go he's like i think we might be able to hit it later today i'm not real sure though let's go ahead let's go 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 okay 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 see barely a detour at all <clears throat> okay it'll be fun uh, your version of fun and I think my version of fun are two different things, but okay. You don't have fun fighting with me. Come on, we're such badasses. <laughs> I have the magic glaive, well, and you have you all of the holy like light. That, Come on, I do feel pretty badass fighting with you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, and then I'll tell um, uh, Freya that just to be alert, something's not quite right here. Okay. Um, and I'll then go and collect Isabella and say, come on, the sooner we get this done, the better. <laughs> <laughs> and at least like a little confirmation first, but fine. <laughs> no response from the pool of water. Okay. The useless pool of water. <laughs> you, um, Pocky says, I think I know exactly where it is. Like the, the, I think it's just this little bit further north. I think I know exactly, exactly what it is. You're going to love it. It's going to be so cool. I don't think I'm going to love it, but okay. Um, and you guys travel the rest of the afternoon. I look to see if I put your tokens here. Hold on. Ooh, <clears throat> she got the tokens out, ladies. I got to find them. Hold on. Give me a second. You guys see it in the distance as you are approaching, and it is a little intimidating. Oh. Um, what? Is that a dragon head? Yeah. That's definitely a dragon skull. Awesome. Ooh, I don't like that. <laughs> it's very big. It is very big. And it's um, sort of all that's left here above the sand is this massive, this is the largest, This, if this was alive, this would be the largest dragon any of you have ever seen. Um, bigger than even ancient worm size. It's, it's indescribably vast. And... Um, Underneath the uh, the horns and inside the skull is like a big hollow, it, and the the jaw is the um, front part of the snout, I guess, uh, of the skull is up on a rock in the front. So there's this whole big open shaded area underneath the skull. The map I'm showing them is the desiccated dragon skull on sand. The skull itself is sixty feet long without even counting the giant horns behind it. There's a wow. few fossilized black scales on still stuck to parts of it, but um, for the most part, it is just bone 
how close do you want to get and what do you want to do? Um, Kishori is immediately going to alert and um, do a perception check. Okay. She's looking for any movement or any entrances just by looking around. Sure. 19. Hot damn, I'm rolling good. Nice. Good. Okay. Um, it is really good. It's getting on towards dusk as you guys approach, and the sun is setting on this map off. Um, like, the nose is pointing towards the sunset mm-hmm. of the dragon. So the back half is starting to fall into shadow. Um, but you see some kind of movement, you think, underneath the, um, in the open part underneath the skull below the ground, but it looks like some sort of almost a shimmer of some kind that doesn't seem like a... After a moment, you're like, maybe you didn't see anything at all because there's nothing there. Do you guys approach? Do you hang back? Uh, I think that I I um, would pull out my glaive and approach because I'm on a mission. Okay. I really want one of those fossilized dragon scales. I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> Sure. And they are, as you get closer, you think that they're probably, um, you could, if, if you were able to pry it off, it'd be the same size as Kishori's shield. <gasps> wow. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will, um, if I see her going that way, I'll say maybe we can grab a scale on our way out. You're not oh, going to be able to haul I that through the dungeon. Mm-hmm. I'd probably also like to cast legend lore on my way out. <laughs> okay. On the on the skull? Yeah, but it takes 10 minutes and right now we're ah. probably in danger, so I'll hold off. Okay. Um Pocky uh tells us camel to keep everybody back and and they kind of pull into a little circle. And as he runs up with you guys, like, "Oh, yes. Let's find out what it is. Let's find out what it is." And um how okay so is it better you go up there all the way to the dragon to look at the skulls the scales yes okay uh lydia kishori you um, got your glaive out I think you got I weapons probably... i'm gonna pull out my shield and okay. don my shield and then i'm gonna um pull out my sword and just approach the shadow where i saw the shimmer at okay uh lydia are you getting closer yeah it uh, is the place that Kishori saw something towards the back of the skull, like underneath it there? Yeah. So I would sort of I'd go out pretty wide, like uh, maybe behind the horns, like that. Okay. Cool. No problem. Oh, and Kishori, you're going closer to where you saw something, you said? Oh, yeah. Um, let me... I saw it, like, over here, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's... I'm going to get there and uh, just take another careful look around. If Kishori gets that close, I'll probably be a little closer than that. <laughs> okay. Isabetta, from oh. there, make me a perception check. Yes. Let me just pull that up. That is a four. All right. <laughs> you are really focused on seeing if you can get one of these dragon scales off or what, what they look like. she has her feet on the side of the dragon and she's just pulling with all her force. Her very strong, strong force. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, you have a 10? Is that your... Oh, 13. That's not bad. You're not, you're not, you're not unstrong. Okay. Um, oh, God, you all have horrible passive perception. That's fine. After a moment, <laughs> as you guys looking around, it seems quiet. 
Uh, but then there's this strange, like, like a cold ripple washes over all of you. Very noticeable in the hot air. Um, and then there's like almost like this shimmer that accompanies it. And then there's this dragon there underneath the skull. But it is see-through. Even when it, uh, after the shimmer. Um, cool. It is large. It's the size of what a adult dragon would be. But it is um, completely see-through. And it turns, its, tw- uh, its head whips around towards where Kishori and Lydia are behind the skull. Mm-hmm. And opens its long maw and sends out this breath of energy that's not even real energy. Just like, like a, a feeling washes over both of you. And I need you both to make wisdom saving throws. Add a plus three. Nice. Oh. Nice! 28 right, with natural. an added 20. All right. Um, then this this wave of terror accompanies the um, breath as it washes over you. And it uh, seems to... It, it feels like it uh, tries to rip into your brain and um, send you into a wave of terror. But you guys both shake it off because you've seen way scarier things than this. And you take 23 points of damage. Dang. Glad I'm not over there. <laughs> and it uh, settles into a... It, like it, it flaps its wings and goes into a more aggressive stance. And that's where we're going to stop here. And you guys get to fight the ghost dragon next time. Thank you for listening to Roll Like a Girl. To get in touch with us, the best place is on Twitter at Roll Like a Girl or by joining our Discord server. If you enjoy our show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Or if you want to support us but can't swing a monthly payment, which is understandable, we have a merch store. Links for everything I just mentioned are in the show notes. We hope to see you again next week for more shenanigans.